I mean, we pretty much, we pretty much, I ain't gonna say we seen this coming. I was rolling with Buffalo. I was. I'm still rolling with Buffalo next season. I like Buffalo. I like Buffalo as a team. I like their culture in Buffalo right now. You know what I mean? I like them. But we knew it was going to be an uphill battle between, uh, I mean, you know, against Kansas City. Now, they jumped out early, you know what I'm saying, going up going up by nine. And believe me, that missed field goal, that missed extra point, that means a lot. You know what I mean? Because when you're playing against the Kansas City Chiefs, you need all the points. <laughs> I mean, every single point that you could possibly get. And it just felt like, and that, and that was a mistake on their part. You know what I mean? So I feel like Kansas City was in control of the game, the whole game, the whole game. And, and everybody knows that Kansas City is one of those teams where when you, when you do daze them in a fight, you got to keep hitting them. You have to keep hitting them because even with them being dazed, they're going to eventually shake out of it and they're going to start to come back. That happened with my Raiders. You gotta, you gotta understand the one game that they actually lost was against my Raiders. They actually lost that game and damn near came back. When they lost to the damn Chargers, that wasn't necessarily a, a loss. You know what I mean? Because at that point, they had already sold up the number one seed. At this point, we're going to rest players. We're not going to even play that hard. And the thing is, they've been in close games all season where they could lose. And you got to stay on them. And me pointing out that Buffalo has been the most balanced team all season, it just showed that you got to get to the next level. You know what I mean? It seemed like there was some game planning that didn't really go on on that defensive side. Offensively as well, you know? But, you know, it's easier to zero in on the Buffalo's offense because they do. And, and don't get me wrong. They have they have some solid weapons. They No one has the amount of weapons that Kansas City have. So you got to focus on multiple players, not just a quarterback, not just a receiver, two receivers. You know what I mean? A tight end and a few running backs. They're loaded over, over there. And any given Sunday... One or two of them, or even all of them, can go off. Just that simple. So the Browns had Kansas City number, and they had an opportunity. I honestly say the refs took that game away from the Browns. Buffalo, it just seemed like they didn't have it this week, or they didn't have it that weekend. They just didn't have it. I, I but I still I consider Buffalo like a top five team in the league. Now, next year is going to be a different year. Everybody is a reset. So you never know who's going to come out the gate on some Buffalo or Cleveland Brown shit. Cleveland Brown actually, the, the, the Browns actually started playing much better without their number one or quote unquote number one receiver on paper. You know what I mean? But the game of the week, of the evening, uh, very disappointing. And, and I thought, you know, you, you can actually say that for the past couple of seasons when it comes to Green Bay, knowing that Green Bay hasn't been back to the Super Bowl in a minute. After year after year, we consider them, you know, Green Bay as a Super Bowl contender because they have one of the best quarterbacks in the game. And for years, 
you know, with them having Mike McCarthy, you know what I mean? We've always said that um, Brady has always had a solid defense around him, you know, he and he has nothing to do with that. You know, that's that's all on the coaching. That's all on the GM, the personnel. They get it together. They find those defensive players. They 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 draw up the defensive schemes and they keep those they keep that defense relevant. You know what I mean? When they you know, when Brady was over there with the Patriots. So he's always had a solid defense. And they've always played great enough to lock in a number one seed where nigga, you you trying to get to the Super Bowl, you gotta go through Foxborough. And at that point in time, it's cold. But this time, they're headed to Green Bay. Similar weather, you know. It's freezing. It's cold. It's a, snow, it's a couple of little snowstorms here and there. There's some snow over there. I don't see much of a difference in the weather. It's just that this time, Tampa Bay, you know, he's over there in Tampa Bay where the weather is a little bit different. A little, little bit more warmer throughout the, uh, throughout the year. Totally different than what he's used to playing in that patch jersey. So, um, not to say that he's not used to it. I'm just saying he's used to playing in the cold weather, but I know he got real comfortable playing in that warm weather. And I thought this was going to be a no-brainer. I thought it was going to be a good game. And I couldn't even tell you, I couldn't even necessarily tell you if it was going to be a close game, you know, because you never want to count out Brady. And at one point, I didn't even think the Buccaneers was going to make it to the playoffs. You know what I mean? I really didn't. I really thought, you know, the Saints got there, and I thought, I thought the Panthers would be a little bit better than what they were. But I understand, you know, uh, Christian McCaffrey, you know, he couldn't play a whole season. He didn't even play majority of the season, which is their main weapon. Um, it's nothing to talk about with Atlanta, but at the same time. You know, I didn't think they would get that far, honestly, to tell you the truth. You know, with Brady up in age, um, and they showed some flaws within their offense and their defense. Even though when they did meet Green Bay earlier this season, um, they manhandled them. But I want to say, watching that game, I you expect Aaron Rodgers, the magic of Aaron Rodgers, him having a number one receiver. Him having some stable running backs. And the defense showed up. The defense actually showed up. And it showed up in moments. It showed up in important moments. Don't get me wrong. At one point, in the beginning, they, it, was a, it was a lot of misunderstandings. It was a lot of miscues. Like, that touchdown to end the half, that was a heartbreaker. That was a heartbreaker for Green Bay. You know what I mean? And but that showed that they're leaving it all on the table. That's basically what the show is about. There's a lot to blame on the on Green Bay side. From coaching to the quarterback to the offensive line and even the defense. Every single person or every single level. But I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with the defense. Although I give them props, and they are the reason why Green Bay was kept in the game, you gave up. You gave up a lead that didn't need to reach to where it got to. You know, like that. That you know, before the half touchdown, 
that was that was pretty bad because we was looking at Green Bay going into the half, uh, getting the ball back. And at that point, I just figured that Green Bay was going to take over in the second half. But they were already behind. You know what I mean? They fought back. They fought back. So that was my whole thing with the defense. With the offensive line, I'm not sure what was going on with them, especially in the second half. Brady, I think... I think they got to Aaron Rodgers at least five times. That's a lot, bro. You know, them them third down conversions was, it was ugly. It was ugly. You know what I mean? It was. There were some catchable balls, but there were those same catchable footballs that Aaron Rodgers was throwing. Maybe it could have been a, l- a little bit better for them to catch, especially when I say them, I mean Devontae Adams. I know he was frustrated because there was a few times where he was open on a fly route in the end zone. Like there were a gang of times where they, I, I don't want to say a gang of time. There were important moments when he was open. And that's unlike Rodgers not to find an open receiver, especially in a broken play. And it seemed like Rodgers didn't. It was a few times where I seen him actually use his feet and get up out of the pocket. But there's, there was more moments of him just sitting in a pocket, trusting his line, who obviously couldn't have, been, couldn't have been trusted the whole game. And the one play that sticks out, the very important play that sticks out, is the field goal that they decided to kick instead of going for it on fourth down. And I'm going to tell you why. A lot of, and you know, I got a lot of friends that are, that are Green Bay fans, and they're very humble too. The ones that, yeah, that's crazy because I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't meet a lot of Green Bay fans outside of California, in person. That is, you know what I mean. But there's a lot of Green Bay fans out here, and they're humble. They're they're a cool fan base, you know what I mean. Um, and. The ones that I did talk to said they were disappointed in that play because, for one, they they wanted to go for it on fourth, and that's why they were kind of upset. And I was kind of, like, puzzled. Why didn't he run? I've even seen some excuses online on Facebook, especially Facebook. Facebook, you get the best excuses. And a lot of – shout out to my boy, Godie. Godie will say that I make excuses for Aaron Rodgers all the time, which I don't see it. I just don't see why – you know, it different conversation. I'm not making no excuse for him right now because I felt like he should have ran on that play. Not to say that he was going to make it. Although I personally feel that he had a great chance of making it. But, you know, who knows? You know what I'm saying? I, I, a lot of people saying JPP would have been behind him. You know what I mean? But that's just... It's easy, like, it's easy for me to say that, or it's easy to believe that when the shit didn't happen. To make it seem like it wasn't all of his fault. But, in the same breath, we can say, well, what if he did do that? And what if he did make it? Then we would be praising him much more. Goaty Wu calling me saying, there go your boy. You know what I'm saying? So I don't get it. I don't, like, I'm not making no excuses for Aaron Rodgers this time. Cause for the past couple of <laughs> past couple of years, we've been saying it's the defense that he doesn't have. He doesn't have the weapons that everybody else has. You know what I'm saying? He actually, in the likeness of uh, Brady, he makes his weapons. He makes these players better. 
but he does he did have he did have the best quote unquote receiver on that on the field. You know what I mean? That you can say what you want to say about uh, um, you know, the, the receivers and the weapons that that Brady has, but Brady is actually making them players better as well. And then he does have a number one and a solid number two and a solid slot receiver over there. You know what I mean? But if you write it on paper, Devontae Adams is technically the best receiver. You know what I'm saying on that in, in that game. And I just feel like in that particular situation where uh, all of America felt like, even the commentators, you know what I'm saying, felt like, yo, Rodgers is going to run. If he doesn't make it, I guarantee you, even him at 37, bro, even him at 37 with that broken play, he's getting within, he's getting at least, between five to seven yards off of a scramble. And with that being said, that brings him to what? We're looking at fourth and goal, probably on the third or the second yard line. At worst. Because I feel like he could have... Aaron Rodgers is no punk, bro. Since Cal, he's shown it. He's shown it. Like, and, and of course, when he was younger, I mean, he was nifty with his feet a little bit better. His speed was probably a little bit higher. His speed has decreased. Obviously, it's going to decrease as as he gets older. He had enough to get there. To me, he had enough to get there. And like I said, even if he didn't get there, we're looking at fourth and, you know, fourth and goal, like I said, on second or third yard line. At that point, they're, we're really thinking they're going to go for it. They went for the field goal, bro. They went for the field goal. And the only reason why I was like, yo, this might, this might be a bad, this might be a bad call right here. This might be a, I don't, I'm not sure if I would have went that route because Brady get that ball back. This was the worst, the worst second half Brady has probably all ever played. I don't think Brady in that situation is going to allow Rodgers to get the ball back with a lot of time for him to pull off what he usually can pull off. I just don't think it's going to happen. And I was right. You know what I mean? Again, early, me and boy, shout out to my boy, J.O. We both said, and we didn't put it on wax, and we should have. We said, if it's going to come down to uh, a rough in the past, I said the rough in the past penalty was going to go in the Kansas City and Buffalo game. We both agreed that it was going to be either a missed call a pass interference or something like that that's going to decide the Kansas City, I mean, the uh, Green Bay and uh, Tampa Bay game. Now, in the first half, there was a hold. There was a hold on on Tampa Bay's defense, on Green Bay's receiver, on a third, on a third, uh, third and long uh, play, and it wasn't called. They showed it on the replay, too, and it was confirmed. They didn't call it. Of course, does that make a difference? Every play makes a difference. So we don't know if that flag would have been thrown. What could have happened? At the same time, there's no excuse. They had plenty of opportunities. Matter of fact, three or four opportunities because Brady threw three interceptions in the second half. Three. And none of them was capitalized. Well, I wouldn't say none, but you would think throwing three interceptions 
having a terrible half like that, in the second half like that, you would assume that Green Bay rolled the roll right out of there with the W, with those type of mistakes. Tampa Bay kept their composure. That front seven was getting after was getting after Rodgers' ass. So if I had to blame someone, it wouldn't have to be, I'm not just going to blame it on the offensive line. I'm not just going to blame it on Aaron Rodgers. I'm not just going to blame it on the coach. Everybody has to get it. Everybody. Now there's talks of Aaron Rodgers possibly going to another team. He downplayed it today and said, I don't see why I would be going anywhere or why at least I'd be talking about that. He downplayed it. What I've learned in sports, especially between the NFL and the NBA, is that we know the PR statements. You, we know when you really want to come out. And I think DeRozan was the last person to actually come out and say something that he really meant, and he stuck by it, and shit still changed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe that he really wanted to stay in Toronto with the Raptors, but it just didn't work out. Outside of that, I don't really too I don't really put too much stock into what players say when it comes to free agency or trading and stuff like that because they're groomed to say the right thing to the public. But I mean, let's play the game. Let's just say that was cuz I to me I this was the perfect time for Green Bay to win a Super Bowl. You get through Brady, you're going to meet up against Kansas City. I believe that Aaron Rodgers is a much better quarterback than Pat Mahomes. Of course, it would have been a shootout, you know, because I I, I consider Green Bay. Green Bay was probably the closest team to Buffalo as far as a balanced team. I think Buffalo had a much better defense. But clearly, Green Bay had the much better quarterback, much better starting receiver, you know, even though I fucked with Stephon Diggs. And they had the best, you know, they had they had some solid running backs over there in Green Bay. The same thing with Buffalo. But I don't know. I don't know. Is it will he be going back to Green Bay? I don't know. He seemed like Aaron Rodgers seems like the player that would like to end his career where it started. At the same time, I can see why he would be extremely upset to where he doesn't want to deal with that organization. There's no reason why Aaron Rodgers should be a Hall of Fame quarterback sitting on one ring right now. Just one. So, you know, I'll play the game. You got Chicago Bears out there. Do I think he's petty enough to go to a rival in the division? Maybe. The Niners? I could understand that. He's a Bay Area kid. And I'm pretty sure he's either he either grew up a Raiders fan or a Niners fan, just like Tom Brady did. Or look at the Rams. <laughs> now there is a pattern that I that I that I have created with these three teams, and that is defense. Now don't get me wrong. I don't know what the number one defense is because the number one defense isn't technically a number one defense. The defense can get scored on. The difference is these top defenses make plays in certain moments. 
they're not a dominant defense, but they do have certain players that can step up in the moment. They gotta have they have X factors for all you Madden players. You know, the Rams have they they got a, a solid front seven, a, a beast, a beast on the D line, and, and 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 they got a, a solid DB. The Bears got one of the best top edge rushers. You know what I'm saying? Solid linebacker core. You know, and I would say they got some pretty good DBs. At the same time, I mean, fantasy don't lie because I picked them with the the past couple of years. Their defense, it's not much that they do, but I'm I'm assuming when you have a quarterback of that caliber, you'll play a little bit harder. And then you got the Niners, who has a solid defensive core as well. And yet and still, all these defenses can be scored on. Yeah. But for the longest we've been saying Aaron Rodgers, you know, he'll have a top offense in the league, no defense. The defense always let him down. Well, this time, your coach lets you down. This time, your offensive line lets you down. This time, your decision-making in, 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 in important situations, on important downs, you kind of let yourself down. I can't save him on that one. I would love to see him retire as a Green Bay Packer, but I wouldn't be mad if I seen him in a different jersey. He deserves better. One of the best quarterbacks, the best mechanics we've ever, we've ever seen with in a quarterback, and he got one ring to show for it. And I know people will say, well, you know, a lot of people got Dan Marino in a Hall of Fame and 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 him as a top quarterback. But the one thing that always goes against him is he has no rings, none. At some point, we're going to stop looking at the stats, the yards, the touchdowns, the turnover ratio, how many times you were sacked, the playoff record. And we want to know how what your hardware looked like. Honestly, that's what it comes down to. Uh, and it's hard to get one. You know what I mean? So at least he has that to back him. But we sometimes the debate, the argument, it goes beyond that. See, I'm a Laker fan, so I'm not going to sit up here and talk about, you know, whether we got a nice draft pick or whatever and the progression of that draft pick in years to come, building blocks and shit like that. No, my argument is talking about championships or not. And Aaron Rodgers is in that category where we talk about the Bradys, the Montanas. That's what we're talking about right here. You know what I mean? The Peyton Mannings. And they want Pat Mahomes to be up there so bad. And right now, as of right now, we got to wait to see who's if Brady's going to get his seventh ring, which probably nobody ever catch. Or the makings of another Tom Brady, and what I mean by that is that they're going to they're going to drool all over Pat Mahomes. He can do no wrong at all. So, yeah, man, I don't know, I don't know. I'll say this would be a good off season as far as the NFL is concerned. They'll definitely grab some headliners, but I'm thoroughly disappointed though. I definitely had them. I kind of had an idea about the Kansas City and Buffalo game. 
You know, because I, you know, Buffalo hasn't been there in a while, in a very long time, very long time. I probably was in single digits the last time they was in the uh, playoff that deep in the playoffs. So I kind of had a feeling that you know Kansas City might just step up, do what they do, and but at least I thought they were going to keep it closer than what they than what it was. I thought it was going to be actually a dog fight. And they came out punching them, but it just didn't last too long. Same thing with Green Bay and Tampa Bay. I thought it was going to be a dog fight for a little bit, but I thought Green Bay would have pull, pulled away probably late in the third and the fourth or something like that. And they played at home. So if y'all don't understand why I gave Aaron Rodgers partial um, credit for the loss, like I don't know what. Maybe we didn't watch, I guess we didn't watch the same game. I'm not saying it's completely his fault. Nah, like I said, that offensive line, they're not blocked, especially on them third down conversions. I don't know what the play calling on that drive. I don't know what the play calling on that drive when they was down by eight. You know what I mean? But settling for a field goal, with what, two minutes left? I'm not sure. Yeah, you get four timeouts, but that's only if you stop them. Well, here we are. The Super Bowl is set. Kansas City Chiefs, Pat Mahomes versus Tampa Bay, Tom Brady. The quote-unquote GOAT versus the future GOAT. So to so to speak, I hate to pick either one because you know the history with me and Brady is that he stopped my Raiders from getting a Super Bowl on some fluke shit. Pat Mahomes obviously is the next one up, has already won a championship, and is in our division, which is the Raiders. So, if I had to pick, I might go with Brady. I mean, you already have six. I don't consider too many quarterbacks right now catching you. So you might as well stack. That's the Lakers way. <laughs> stack championships. So you might as well. Um, but we'll see. I don't, you know, they got they got playmakers on both sides uh, in that defense. So we'll see. We'll see. Outside of that, um, I think I think we'll get back to more basketball talk next week. Uh, I know the Super Bowl will be coming up, not this weekend, but the following weekend. So basketball is definitely going to be in the forefront. Uh, Lakers is playing well. The last game that we just had was against the Cavs. Uh, we played Philly tomorrow. So that's going to be a great matchup. MB took the night off yesterday. <laughs> so he definitely get ready for this Laker game uh, Wednesday night. And shout out to Conor McGregor. He got his ass knocked out on Saturday. So there's that, you know. There's that. Don't don't be too cocky. Don't be too cocky. Overrun with BTG, y'all. Um, y'all have a good one. Get back to y'all next week. By this, uh, by that time, we'll find out if my Lakers are still number one in the West, and we'll find out if the Phillies still number one in the East. It's a showdown Wednesday. All right, I holla at y'all.